another big week in the NFL for the Buffalo Bills. This is the Bills Wire podcast, powered by USA Today Sports. Now, here's your host, Ryan O'Leary, and Bills Wire editor, Nick Woten. Nick, I think you either tweeted or wrote that this was a perfect ending to the regular season for the Bills, and I agree with you 100%. I love the approach to the Dolphins game. Gold star Sean McDermott. He kind of left people hanging all week, right? Will Josh Allen play? Will the starters be out there? Well, Josh Allen played. He balled out. So did the rest of their, their big guns who weren't injured. He ends up taking a large chunk of the fourth quarter off, just kind of like that Patriots game. And that's how you want to go into the playoffs. That's how you want to end the season. No foot off the gas. No mercy, right? 56-26 win over Miami. One of the league's best defenses. And they're red hot, man. They're one of the hottest teams going into the playoffs. And I'm here for it. So what do you think about all that? Hey, I, I, I couldn't have really said it better myself, Ryan. I mean, that's pretty much what we put out there on Monday morning. My, my um, The morning after column. I can't even remember the name of my own column. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it was – I mean, they played it perfectly. It, it, Going into the game, do they play it perfectly? I, I don't know about that. They they did play their starters for quite a long time in that game, but um, needless to say, uh, you know, it was um, it was a, a heck of a way to end the season uh, uh, for a team that you know they didn't they didn't miss a beat, did, did they? They didn't miss a beat through uh, the, through that at all, and it was um, it, it was very impressive. I was impressed with the way that they handled that, and they got away with no injury. Of course that takes a little bit of a luck, lucky factor there too i mean we have stuff on digs on the uh injury report as of tuesday but that's not really anything to worry about it he, he literally got up and played the next play when he got hurt <laughs> last game so he's right, fine right, but right. uh yeah yeah no they handled it well they, they almost added to their momentum in terms of keeping it they added to it in fact so I, what more could you have wanted no i loved every everything about it and and that's how they should have handled it you get a lead on miami and then take the starters out and i thought that was great and you just you just can't you can't take anything to the bank, right? I thought the Bills should go for that number two seed. You know, the Steelers, you know, they almost beat the Browns. They really did. They almost beat the Browns while resting their starters. So you just never know. And now the Bills are that number two seed, and I kind of like their path in the playoffs. And we could talk about this here, but they're going to kick off their playoff slate Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, and they're going to play the Colts. This is kind of interesting, Nick. Like, the league would rather have the bigger mismatches like Bucks washington which are going to play Saturday night, and Saints-Bears they are going to play Sunday night in prime time. But the Bills can kind of play this disrespect card, right? They still want the Bills to be in that Saturday 1 p.m. non-prime time spot to kick off the postseason. So is there a legitimate gripe there? The, the NFL, I guess they don't want the Bills in prime time to kick off the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, do I think Sean McDermott's going to say that to his team all week, that they didn't want to see him in prime time? Yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. Agreed, agreed. Uh, yeah, but I, I personally don't take it too much of a slight. I, I almost think you can even spin zone it a little bit to put a little bit of respect factor. I mean, the Bills are a touchdown favorite going into the playoffs against a team that's only lost two less games than them. If, if we want to spin zone it again, I mean, I think the, the Bills in general look a lot better than the uh, than the Colts. Um, but uh, I'm sure we'll get there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe the NFL is just saying this is going to be the Bills have won by 29, 29, and 30 in their last three games, which is 88 combined, I think I wrote the other day, because don't worry, I cannot think of math offhand like that. I, I pre-thought about that math. Good for um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, they might be just thinking that the Bills are going to blow them out. Let's put them in the easy time slot here because no one's going to want to watch that at 8 p.m. But, hey, you know, whatever. 
Whatever. Hey. I mean, you, you you want to be motivated, folks? Go for it. <laughs> We're not here for the spin zone, Nick. What are you doing to us? This is a this is a hot take that the Bills are going to be bad. They're going to blow out the Colts. But your spin zone to get on me. Well, yeah, sorry. It. But yeah, but but it's funny. You mentioned the line. They're favored by six and a half at home. The totals at fifty one and a half. And and why? Why is the total that high? Well, it's because the Bills uh, scored over five hundred points this regular season. Second only to Green Bay. And Josh Allen put up ridiculous numbers, and so did Stephon Diggs. And, and I was playing around on my app, Nick, as I tend to do, my sports betting app. And the Bills, if you look at the futures bet, the Bills have some value, I think, to be the Super Bowl champion. If you were to bet the Bills to win the championship overall, be, you know, go all the way to the Super Bowl and win, they're at plus 700, which means, you know, you bet 150 bucks on the Bills to win the Super Bowl, you get a return of 1200 bucks. That's not too bad. So I started to think about, would that be a good bet? And I haven't placed it yet, but I'm thinking about it. You know, you never know. It's kind of fun. I'm on the Bills bandwagon, as you know. If they beat the Colts, I think there's a good chance they get the Steelers in the second round. Now, the Steelers are hosting a Browns team that just lost their head coach, Kevin Stefanski, who might be the NFL's coach of the year. They lost him because he's tested positive for COVID along with a couple assistants. They've lost their starting left guard, I believe, to COVID. There could be more coming down the pike. The Browns... Their facility is closed, and they're going to have to try to play a playoff game against a tough division rival on the road. I don't like the Browns' chances, Nick, of of beating the Steelers. So, you know, if the Steelers win and the Bills beat the Colts, well, now you don't even have to worry about who wins that Ravens-Titans game because the winner of that game is going to get the Chiefs, and the Bills are going to get a Steelers team that has lost four or five entering the playoffs, right? They've A team they've already beat. So I kind of like how that shapes up, and... Yeah, it's possible Kansas City would have to deal with the Ravens, and I think that's kind of the, the lower-seeded team that's kind of the scariest. And I just feel like this is why I was so excited that the Bills went all out and made sure they got that second seed, didn't rely on any help, because you avoided, you know, you potentially avoid playing the Baltimore Ravens in the second round. I think that's key. Let Kansas City deal with that team. I don't want to deal with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore right now, would you? Like, I wouldn't want that. So I think the Bills got a nice little path to the AFC Championship game, and once you get there, I mean... You got the four best teams in football, and you just see what happens. And, you know, they'll have as good a chance as any to win. So, I don't know. I, I kind of like the path. Yeah, no, I, the, in terms of the path, I definitely agree there. And, I, you know, I'll, I'll agree with you after uh, the, the spin zone I passed, uh, passed <laughs> you before. Thank you. Thank but, you. But uh, I, I, I and I are on another podcast, um, the two-point conversation with Matt Johnson. He was the guy who was uh, with us a couple weeks ago. If folks remember him, um, his – his question to to our roundtable discussion was uh, of of all wild card teams going in, um, you know who's the one that uh, that most has you intrigued here, uh, heading into wild card weekend. And my pick was the Ravens because pretty much everything you just said. I mean, they've had a a good defense kind of throughout, and you know they technically have not named an MVP for 2020 yet, and the reigning MVP is still on that roster, and there's no reason to, you know question that right now uh, they're they're rolling a little bit better they seem to you know dipped i think a lot of folks are saying and it truthfully so that the bills are peaking at the right time well on the flip side of that, i think the ravens dipped at the right time they did it earlier in the year like they, they agreed they, they're coming up out of it right now so they're scary. I, think in, they're scary. I don't think anyone wants them you know I, I don't think anyone wants the bills either but as far as far as the lower seated teams that could come in and ruin your season like yeah yeah uh definitely definitely it's uh it's it's I think going to be an interesting game uh, for the Ravens to start, and I they're my they're my wild card pick. I know a lot of people are looking, you know, of course, over to the, the Bucks as well. Um, very legitimate contenders there in the wild card weekend as well, um, and of course they are playing um, the uh, the old uh, football team there, which. <laughs> 
All right. But uh, even that's past a story that, for another day. The NFC yeah, East. We, didn't, we only got a limited amount of time here to talk about the Bills. We don't yes. go that far. But yeah, yes. yeah, no, certainly I agree with the Ravens. That's going to be a good one. And, and, and going forward again, too, um, pass round two, avoiding them, you could, you could have somebody else try to knock them out. And, and on top of that, I just think this, the, the Ravens alone are, are, are just motivated, for lack of a better term, if you will. I mean, with what happened to them last year in the postseason, they were supposed to. You know, they were supposed to do the thing, and they didn't do it. And they're getting another crack at the team who did it to them. So they're a team right out of the gate that's uh, pretty intriguing to watch. They're scary. They're scary. And, and, and they're another bet I like. Now, I really like the Bills at plus 700. And believe me, as the Bills win playoff games, and I think they're they're in a position to win some playoff games, they can make a run. And, and as they make a run, that uh, those numbers are going to shrink. So uh, Bills at plus 700, I like. The Ravens just to win the AFC, so not even the Super Bowl. The Ravens to win the AFC is at plus 600. I think there's value on that, too. I like that. That's another one I had actually in my notes. I like the Ravens at plus 600, I think, to win the AFC championship. And the Steelers, too. Like The Steelers were 11-0 not so long ago, and they're going to probably beat the Browns. So they're another team to look at. They have even longer odds than the Bills or the Ravens. But yeah, I think they double double at least uh, yeah. odds that I saw. They yeah. were pretty far down there. Oh, yeah. they're over they're over 2000, plus 2000 yeah. to uh to win the championship. So, I don't know. If you like some dark horses, you like to put a, like sprinkle a 10 or 15 dollar bet to win a couple hundred. There you go. And we have some speak more in advice. my language. Yeah, yeah. speak in my language. We have more advice here coming up from USA Today's Sportsbook Wire and then Nick and I will be right back. <laughs> It's that time again for the line of the week. The inside track to the favorites, the underdogs, and the over-unders. I think I want my money back. Now, here are Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren from USA Today's Sportsbook Wire. Hello, I'm Eston McLaren, joined by Jeff Clark of SportsbookWire.com and BetSlip and Podcast. The wild card round is here. We have six game playoffs late in the NFL this week. Jeff, I can't wait. We're going to tee up the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans. BetMGM Sportsbook has this pegged as a three and a half point line. Baltimore Ravens, road favorites, plus 100 to cover and win by four. Yeah, I'm on the road favorites. I'll lay the three and a half. They're better on two sides of the ball, uh, special teams and defense. They have a better coach or more experienced coach with a championship pedigree. And I don't see Lamar Jackson going 0-3 versus the Tennessee Titans. I want the Titans. Plus three and a half. That's too big for me. They can keep this within a field goal. Derrick Henry coming into the playoffs in excellent form. Ryan Tannehill, an excellent season. And two great receivers there in A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. Titans stay within three. I'll give the winning edge to the Ravens. All right, Nick, so we've been talking about the Colts, and I just want to – let's just dive right into this matchup because I actually like the Colts. You know, I've been talking like – I'm on the Bills bandwagon. I think they're going to win the game. I think they should be favorites, and I'm probably backing them with the points. That's just – I'm all in on the Bills. I'm all in on Josh Allen, and I agree with you. They are the hottest team in the league, and I – you know, they're, they're a team I would fear. But I do like the Colts. They've got a good young little running back, right, veteran quarterback in Phillip Rivers, really good defense. Good special teams. Got a good little kicker. The rookie kicker there is good. There's not a lot of weaknesses on the Colts, is there? I mean, this is a, this is a, a good football team. The Bills are going to have to play well to beat them. Yeah, they've definitely been a bit under the radar throughout the year. Um, I think the Colts are just kind of a team that, uh, you know, with the way things ended for them last week, um, uh, with that uh, Sam Sloman kicking in that doink job for the Titans and <laughs> What a what an ending that was! That was wild. Take... That was a fun week seventeen, by the way. I really enjoyed all the football and red zone was a gift. If you yeah, they um, yeah they definitely um, 
they 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 had me on the edge of my seat. I'll I'll tell you that. And uh, AJ Brown there helped me. I don't mean to brag here or flex on anybody, but I'm going to flex on all my coworkers here because I did win. We had a combined week 16 and 17 uh, fantasy football final craziness in the Wire Network uh, in our fantasy football league, and I, I ended up that. winning it. And AJ Brown was uh, AJ Brown came down with that catch, and I jumped out of my seat. I was like, yes, I don't even care if they make this kick. I got oh, all good the points for, you, man. for that 50 yard catch. No, that comes um, with a what a one million dollar signing bonus for the NFL wire editor that wins the fantasy league I I would not correct you there I think that's right um, but uh, yeah the wildness of that and I think on the Colts um, you know I just I personally think the Bills I, I would even take the spread on them last I saw it was six and a half anything under a touchdown staying there t- seven and under I think I'd take and um yeah I think the I think the Bills just have a little bit too much and uh, and again it's it, the, the Colts have been a uh, certainly a bit of an underrated team i think especially defensively uh throughout the year but having said that um philip rivers i not that he has a wet noodle thrown out there like like nathan peterman or anything like that but uh you know he's not josh allen right now we'll say that oh no 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 Don't, let's not put philip rivers and josh allen in the same sentence no 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 i think uh rivers is on the <laughs> rivers is on the back end of his career and, and and he is kind of throwing noodle balls there's no doubt about that but the thing that scares me most again about the colts is they're that team nick that would score like a blocked kick for a touchdown or or a pick six or a strip sack for a touchdown they some type of special teams or defensive score, right? That's they're that kind of team. They're they're so good in all three phases. They're so solid that they're that team that would score in a weird way and tip the scales in a game. So that's the one thing. I think if the Colts get some type of weird score like that, they got a shot. And I'd be really nervous if it happens in like the first half or third quarter. They block a kick and get it in the end zone. I'd be like, oh boy, this is what this is how the Colts win football games. But if it's straight up talent for talent. You know, and the Bills just play their game and nothing kind of weird happens. I think they win the ball game. I, I just, this is a good matchup for him. And speaking of Josh Allen, do you think he has to kind of win this ball game to finally silence the rest of his critics? I know some people are still holding on to that thing. Oh, you know, Josh Allen, the haters will tell you Stefan Diggs is the reason he's having all this, you know, this MVP like season. And oh, it's Brian Dayball. Look, he's one of the hottest coaching candidates out there. He might go to the Chargers or the Jets or whatever. It's, it's Brian Dayball. That's why Josh Allen's so good. I mean, do you think he has to finally like win this playoff game, play well to kind of finally shut up all the haters? Because I still can't believe that the critics are still out there on Josh. Allen, but they are, and and they're not afraid to let you know. Yeah, I think that um, you know anyone who thinks that at this point is a little bit silly. And it's, agreed. Um, uh, he's he, uh, what hasn't he done? I mean, I stand by. You know, I got uh, you know you 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 work in the media, you got a little bit of a thick skin, and I get I just kind of laugh at folks who kind of come back at me. They were like, oh, you know, you used to say Josh Allen wasn't good. Well, I'm sorry, he wasn't good last year. Yeah, I stand by that. He was not very good last year. He was okay last year. He was terrible as a rookie. They didn't belong to Lamar. He was okay last year. He didn't impress me really all that much. I was still curious if he had it. And yeah, of course, then he did get it and figure it out this year. He's great this year. I don't think anyone who's who said he wasn't good in the past is, you know, uh, has to eat their words or anything. He, he had a lot of skeptics out there before the start of 2020. But I mean, if you got past, you know, the midway point, if you got past the regular season, even at this point, right where we're at right now, Ryan, and you're wondering if this guy has it or not, I think you're just, you know, blowing smoke and your name's, you know, Dominique Foxworth or whatever the issue is that you just need, need some clicks or something because the guy's got it. I mean, it, the way he, the way he moves, it, it, it just in the sense of the thing that really blows me away is the way he moves up the pocket. Now is just so good. I don't, I'm, I'm actually not very sold uh, as path blockers. I'm, 
pretty sold on the Bills' offensive line overall. I don't think the Bills' offensive line is that good, but Josh Allen makes them look great. Um, these wide receivers are, are excellent. Uh, the Bills have, and you know, how many times have the Bills had? Namely, not a lot of wide receivers in recent years, but I mean, they had guys like Eric Molds back in the day. You know, different. What Stevie Johnson came through here with these terrible quarterbacks that could have been just elite if they had a guy like Josh Allen throwing on the ball. So don't just say it's Stephon Diggs. I mean, come on now at this point. But I mean, I, I'm surprised that we're at this point right now, and anyone says anything negative about him. But if you if he wins a playoff game, <laughs> he's still got something to say. The, the the Lord of Spirits can only do so much work to help you. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like people are still holding on to that game last year against the Texans and you know that overtime playoff loss, right? Where well, let's just face it, Allen was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. He's doing all kinds of crazy stuff, throwing the ball over his head while he's running down the field, right? Like you know, just trying crazy stuff, running all over the place, fumbling the ball. Like that was just he was just a wild man out there. And I think people are still kind of thinking of that version of Josh Allen. But the new one, you're right, is he is awesome. He is so clearly one of the best quarterbacks in the game. It's not even funny. He has come such a long way with his footwork and his vision. And, you know, that play you were sharing on social media from the Dolphins game where, you know, he's holding the ball and moving in the pocket, holding the ball, direct to traffic, holding the ball. And then he flips that pass to McKenzie. Might have been a no-look pass, as you put on Twitter. I mean, that was sweet, man. It doesn't get much better than that. And uh, come on. Yeah, I couldn't tell if that was no-look, though. I don't know. I, I was I was curious if that was no-look or not. I was legitimately asking people because I can't remember where I saw it or something, and somebody said no-look pass, and I don't know I don't know how I stumbled upon it. I was like, wait, he had a no-look pass? I mean, I watch every game. and take notes on almost every play. Where the, where the, where the heck was the no-look pass? What game was I watching? But yeah, I went back, and you know, I think he was really – I think he was kind of doing one of those, you know, head fakes for the safeties. And, and even that alone, it's a great play, though. So, yeah, I mean, that's please keep on, <laughs> keep on hating him. I think Bills fans should, you know, I, I sometimes can't stomach Bills fans online and I write about the Bills. I understand where the national narrative comes. The Bills fans are annoying. I'm sorry, Bills fans. You guys just attack everyone left and right if they say, like, <laughs> they look each other on way. Like, let it go. If anything, just take the route of saying, please tell us our quarterback is bad. So when he reads it and puts up 400 yards, please do it. Ask them to. Whatever my whatever Sean McDermott can use, right? Well, well, he'll take it. He'll take it to put it on the bulletin board. And if people want to oh. keep hating on Josh Allen, as crazy as that is at this point, ah, go for it. Whatever. But you know, he's he's gonna need his favorite target on third down. I think this is a good Colts defense. And if Cole Beasley can't go, I would be a little bit more nervous. I I feel pretty confident about the Bills. I'm with you, Nick. I would back them at anything under seven points as well, and maybe even seven, maybe even seven. Seven and a half is getting a little high. I I don't think the Colts are a bad team at all, but if they don't have Cole Beasley, I don't know. I'd I'd be a little nervous. I really didn't think Beasley got hurt that bad in that Patriots game, but I'm hoping he just sat out as a precaution. But what do you you think his chances of playing are? Are they better than 50%? Uh, I don't know. I would. I mean, I think the easy way out and say somewhere around fifty percent. But honestly, oh, it's tough to say. I mean, Sean McDermott is so tight, tight-lipped. I mean, I give a shout out to bang, Banged Up Bills, the Twitter account out there. Um, uh, they diagnose pretty much everything that goes on with a Bills player and what it looks like on TV because they're they're not an insider. They don't know anything, and they just kind of, you know, I know I know they said on Cole Beasley's injury, they were looking at the outside of his knee. They don't know what's going on with it. It's really hard to tell. I mean. I would think that, um, you know, I would think that he has a chance maybe. Definitely, I think in two weeks he'll be good if they get past the Colts. That is, I'm not going to overlook the Colts by any means. I'm not going to disrespect a team like that. But, um, you know, apparently we'll see what what happens with Kenny Stills if he gets out there. I mean, they did bring him on the practice squad. So you got to think that he's going to play. They just protected him today on the practice squad. So he's not going anywhere. So you got to think that – 
you know, you got to think that, the, that at least they're going to have Kenny Stills out there. How, how much of an impact he's going to make, I don't know. But, I mean, having Kenny Stills as your fourth wide receiver is a good problem to have, you it, know, fourth or fifth wide receiver. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. And it was nice to see John Brown back as well. That's a good thing. And There's another one too, yeah. Here's another thing that I like and, and why I like the Bills is, you know, the Colts are – they're a decent offense, but they're not super explosive on offense. I think it's because of Phillip Rivers, right? He's he just is not the yep. same guy. But the you know the Colts can move the football between the twenties, like as as well as anyone out there. I mean, and you're going to see it. They'll they'll move the football, but they are the kings, Nick, of kicking the short field goal with blanket chip. Like this guy, I mean, I think all of his kicks have been between like thirty and forty yards all year. Like, this guy, <laughs> they love to kick short field goals, and the Bills during their six game win streak here are only allowing 18.3 points per game as a defense, and that's been a key. Man, that's that's how you win football game. And yeah, now it helps when you score 56, but the fact that they're not allowing points right now is key, and this is a this is a Colts team that, yeah, they'll move the ball, but this is a team that you can kind of clamp down on in the red zone. They're not a great red zone team at all. They kick a lot of field goals. You'll see it. You just wait. They're going to line up for short field goals in this game. Mark my words. You're going to say, oh, Larry, he knows what he's talking about. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a, uh, what's it, uh, Frank Reich taking a page from Marv Levy there. I think Marv Levy, the old Bills coach, his old saying was never leave points in the field. So it looks like Frank's listening to Marv. There anything. it is. There, you know, I hate, <laughs> I hate the 27 you know, yard field goal more than poison. Like I hate, I hate the short field goal. I just go for the touchdown. What are we doing? And the Colts love kicking the short field goals. Just watch for that. That's, that's just a little tidbit that I'll give you. And, uh, you know, I saw this stat that I wanted to run by you, Nick, because we've been talking about, you know, speaking of banged up bills, the bills are 10 and zero when Matt Milano is playing linebacker. And that's, that's interesting. And we've been talking like, what has clicked for the defense? Like, why are they playing so much better football? Maybe it's as simple as they're healthy. Maybe that's really what it was. Maybe that was like the chief struggle early in the year when they were like kind of, you know, not really playing good football on that side of the ball. I mean, 10-0 when Milano's in the, in the game. That's a cool stat. Yeah, that's actually a very cool set that I didn't hear yet, but it's um, in regards to Milano himself, when he's full go, I think, um, you know, as much as uh, Joe Schmo, who won't identify who he is, who's one Twitter follower, will tell me how in 27, 2019, I thought Allen wasn't that good. Ugh. I've always said I think Matt Milano is one of the most underrated players in the entire league. The guy's a great coverage linebacker. Um, puts itself in the right spots uh he played better on week 16 i thought than week 17 really in week 17 last week against the dolphins i thought jermaine edmonds uh really really stood out um and i think those are the two reasons right there those two guys i think improved their play um you know kudos to the secondary and defensive line also for playing better but i think jermaine edmonds was was nursing that shoulder injury and i think that shoulder injury turned into or lack of a better term, you know, an injury kind of gets in a guy's head. I think that it's, it's playing with his head because mm. he was really just out of position. He wasn't like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing for me? Why are you there? And just now that he's healthy, he's just full go, full steam, full steam ahead. And, um, Again, Matt Milano is just so underrated. He's a just prototypical, typical modern day small linebacker, and the guy, the guy's great. He's been great since he came into the league. He's had a couple interceptions a season. Uh, he's, he's awesome. So I'm actually not. I'm, I didn't know that stat, Ryan, but I'm I'm not surprised to hear that uh, Matt Milano has a big difference in the Bills' defense. Yeah, it's been cool. So I think all the signs point to the Bills. Uh, maybe that's maybe that should worry you more. You know, because we're we're <laughs> we're at the point here, Nick, where. If the Bills lose this game, we're going to be coming on here next week talking about what a colossal fail 
uh, that yeah, is. They, yeah. they have to win this game, and they have to look good doing it. I mean, actually, I don't care if they look good doing it. They just have to win the game. It's the playoffs. Just win. Just just advance. But if they lose this game, Nick, I mean, the Bills are so good. They took such a stride forward this year. If they lose to the Colts, fail. Failure. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping that's not the storyline. I don't think it will be. I love their chances. I love the matchup. I think they're going to advance. I think the Colts are good, but the Bills are great. And I think they're yeah. going to prove it. But if they don't, Nick, we'll be on here next week, and we are going to crush them because uh, it would be <laughs> massive. And then we're going to have to start you know, fighting off the Josh Allen haters if they lose this ballgame. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I think we can't overstate that enough fail if they lose. Yeah, yeah, if I was the Colts, honestly the best the best plan for the Colts is to really just go out there and try to punch the Bills in the nose because I don't know what else you're gonna do because I know this is um I know it's very cliche and everything, but the Bills have been great this year. The Bills have done that throughout the regular season. The Bills have never done this in the playoffs. Yep. So yep. still, uh, still, uh, I don't want to say a big concern of mine or anything like that. It's, it's definitely not. Um, but uh, you know, this team, uh, they, they winning a game in the playoffs is, is, is a big deal. It is, it is an important thing. And the Bills haven't done that yet. And I think that that's the biggest, um, biggest chance that the Colts has of if they just come out and I don't know Philip Rivers and musters it all out there for one big pass or something or something but uh, yeah that's, rears that's back and chucks that thing and really gets yeah. his whole body into it yeah something like that and I think that would go a long way for them but we'll see we'll see I know I've never been wrong about football before that's for sure right <laughs> no nah, come on man you're good you're, you're good yeah, my, I think my fan just... duel account would tell me different <laughs> I, I think it's just uh, it's the next barrier man they've been breaking barriers over the last few years they've been climbing to this moment and this is the next one. You got to get the monkey off your back, right? It's that Steve Young moment. Got to get the monkey off your back and win a playoff game, and then we'll build from there. Uh, but it's gonna be fun, my man. I'm excited for some playoff football. I know you are too. Definitely, definitely. Got new season now, folks. Because as Sean McDermott said in, the, in his uh, post game wrap up, there it sounds like a cliche. Sean McDermott. Sounds like a Sean McDermott quote. Sounds like a Sean McDermott thing with, that he would say, and he said it. I'll, I'll confirm that for you. But he's right. It's the new season, and I'm excited to see what this Bills team what they can do. I predicted, you know, nine or ten wins for this team. I did predict. I thought that they would do five and one or six and zero oh in the AFC East. I was surprised that they, you know. The Seahawks were big. The Rams, even, I was kind of surprised by that uh, with the way it went down, how they had to come back. <laughs> I was surprised that they won that Seriously? game. I, I thought that we were going to be down another game or two. And there's typically like every NFL season, just your team loses a game that's, oh, okay. And they, or they win a game that's, just, oh, okay. And the Bills didn't really have that all year. I mean, okay, it was kind of surprising they lost the Titans in such a big fashion. But the Titans were a playoff team. You know, the Chiefs were a good team. Those happen. But yeah, the kind of you know status quo throughout the year and it's wrapping it up they they should win this game this week and they've done that all year in games that they should win so let's see now nah, bills mafia you should be banging your chest you can pound your chest and be like ah the bills uh, we're the best team and you should you're one of the best teams so go enjoy it and nick and i <laughs> we I, I know i speak for him we're excited to break it all down next week on the bills wire podcast we'll talk to you then This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.